Hello, Mind Body Masters, and welcome to episode number 19 of the podcast. Now, today's episode is titled How Israel Healed 20 Years of Back Pain in a Matter of Moments Live on Instagram. So, this episode is a little bit different to the traditional episodes we've done here on the program. And in this episode, I'm going to interview uh, Israel live on Instagram and help him to overcome some debilitating back pain that he's been struggling with. So if you want to see the process which I take people through, and if you want to see just how quickly you can overcome pain, well, this episode's for you. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Jake Curry. As a former chiropractor, I realized that people's physical symptoms started in their mind and not in their body, which is why I now teach people how to heal themselves from the inside out. Now, you don't need to be a monk or a mystic to heal yourself. You just need to learn how to master your mind-body connection. And this podcast is going to show you how. You're going to learn how to understand the hidden meaning of your symptoms, resolve the old emotional baggage that's kept you stuck, and gain practical tools to reduce the stress in your life. This is going to give you the ability to heal not only physically, but also spiritually. And this comes with a dangerous level of freedom. So let's help you become a mind-body master. All right, Mind Body Masters. And as I alluded to there in the intro, this is a bit of a different episode. So in this episode, I wanted to, like I said, show people just how powerful you are, how quickly physical pain can heal when you find the root emotional cause and when you're able to move through that. So uh, in today's episode, in a moment, we're going to cut to some audio of uh, an Instagram live that I did recently. And In this live, I put it out there to uh, Instagram. I said, hey, if you guys are struggling with pain, I'm going to offer a free coaching session and I'm going to take you through uh, the pain-free process, the process which I've developed to help people to get out of pain. Um, And yeah, we're just going to have a chat. So Israel uh, put his hand up. He was someone that had been struggling with uh, back pain for on and off for 22 years or something. And he recently had uh, a bit of a flare-up. So he was a perfect candidate and um, we got right into it we started coaching and today's episode you're going to start to see the process that i take people through and how it is really possible for you to heal back pain so if you're someone with back pain if you're someone who's struggling with pain if you've tried everything to heal this episode's for you because you can see just how quickly just how easily you can start to heal pain so i'm going to cut to that audio now and i'll talk to you soon all right we're live on instagram what is up instagram family it's jake here um and we wanted to jump on here today to uh, do some coaching to do some consulting um with one of you guys uh, whoever it might be basically i wanted to use this time to uh help you guys if you are someone who is struggling with pain if you are someone who has tried everything, you've, you've been to all the doctors, you've been to all of the therapists and you're still in pain, I'm going to use this time here on Instagram to help you make some connections between the mind and your body. So before I do that, I want to just go over um, what I call the hopeless healer. So the hopeless healer is basically someone who has tried everything, they've done all kinds of therapies, they've done all kinds of treatments, but nothing has worked for them and they're still struggling. They're still experiencing a lot of pain or or other kinds of symptoms. But today we're gonna be focusing on pain. And there's a few um, types of beliefs, there's a few types of things that they might've heard from practitioners that put them in this category of what we call the hopeless healer. So the first one that I hear a lot of people, and guys, keep this chat interactive. If you want uh, to jump on, jump on, just say, let me know once we get started. Um, but there's a few categories of people, and one of, the, one of the categories is there's people that are going, hey, 
I have done everything and nothing has worked. This is the first category, right? Is if this is something that's emotional, that's going to be a really big thing because the, the problem with the traditional way of dealing with pain is it looks as, at pain as purely a physical problem. So I did a podcast episode recently on this talking about how to know if um, your pain is physical or if it is emotional. So this is one of the key ways. If you've been to all of the traditional methods and nothing has worked for you, the reason it hasn't worked for you is because you're missing the underlying root cause, which is a stress or underlying emotional issue. So that's one of the first things. The other thing that these people have often heard is, oh, well, we can't figure it out, so you're going to have to live with it. There's nothing you can really do. Um, this is just you. You're going to have to either live with it or you're going to have to learn to manage this pain. So this is these are two really big things that a lot of um, these, what I call the hopeless healer, has, has, to, has to deal with, the things that they've heard in their life. So... Um, what we're all about here at Mind Body Masters is helping people to understand that their pain that they're experiencing often isn't physical. If things are reoccurring again and again, chances are that there is an underlying emotional cause and nothing will change until you actually deal with that. So we are all about teaching you guys how to start dealing with that, uh, that root emotional cause of whatever's going on for you. Because one of the things that I know and one of the things that I've seen um, so often is that once people are able to find the specific link between their mind and the body and they're able to recognize this thing's causing my shoulder pain or this thing's causing my... Um, my heel pain or whatever, when you're able to make that connection, you can all of a sudden start to let it go and start to heal. So basically, um, if you've got a, a pain, let's just open. We've got a request here. I'll bring Israel. All right. I'm going to bring someone on live um, and they should be able to join me live here. Hopefully this will work. Uh, Denise says, was curious from you last night, if not sure of the source of your pain, example, mom and dad, etc. how can you heal the pain if we aren't quite sure of the exact cause? I'll come back to that, Denise, but we're going to go through a couple people and I'm um, going to give you some real life insights uh, for people that are dealing with pain. So Israel, g'day, mate. How are you? I am great. Can you hear me all right? I can. I'm just going to turn my phone up a little bit. Awesome, dude. Nice to see you. And you, long time. Absolutely, mate. So, obviously, you're dealing with some kind of pain, I'm assuming? Yes. What's going on? Yeah, so uh, on and off for about the last week or two, I've been having these weird back spasms. So, mm -hmm. kind of lower back, kind of right-hand side at the back. I've just been getting this weird pain that shows up when I move around in certain ways. So, you're like, if I bend over or crouch or something like that, twist, whatever, it just sort of has this odd spike, like this weird sort of sharpness to it that I can't explain. And for about the past two or three days, it's been pretty clear. And then woke up a couple of times during the night because I was having trouble rolling over in bed because it sort of just come back out of nowhere. And I mean, just to what you were saying earlier, I've, I've seen chiros and osteos and stuff for most of my life. And I only saw one about a week ago and it kind of resolved the pain for about 24 hours and then it sort of popped back up again. And you know, so I absolutely feel like this is something that's emotionally rooted. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what you just said, then it kind of pinpoints that yes, there is a big emotional link here. So one of the things that I hear so often, and this is something that I saw when I was a chiropractor as well is chiropractic, osteopathy, physiotherapy, like these things are freaking amazing. Like when you, when you, um, when you have a real physical injury, these things can knock it out of the park in a matter of 
moments often, but when things keep coming back again and again in a similar way, nine times out of 10, that's some kind of, it's not that these guys are missing, uh, like they're not doing their job properly. It's usually because there's, we're missing the underlying emotional core. So have you had this same style of pain before? Uh, yeah, I have. It's, um, yeah, I have. I have. It's, mm -hmm. It sort of shows up in different ways in different parts of my lower back, but it seems to be often concentrated around the lower back somewhere. Okay, cool. And so how, how often would you say it flares up or how often would you say you have oh. these kind of episodes? Every few months. Yeah, right. I'm just taking some notes here. Okay, so every few months you get this kind of... It, it sounds like it's just like grabbing, like when you move, it's like it catches. Yeah, yeah, like at the moment, I just sort of notice when I sort of bend forward even, I can just feel it, it's really pull of it, but lower back. Awesome. What I want you to do is, um, so what we're going to do here, if, if this is all right with you, is I'm going to help you to try and make the connection between, well, not try, I'm going to help you to make the connection between mind and body. And when we do that, we often see people's pain levels actually drop quite considerably and often quite quickly. Um, so that, that's a possibility that that happens for you right here, right now. So what I want you to do is, Ralph, is um, can you, I want you to maybe perform a movement. Like if you said before, bending forward kind of bugs you. Can you like get up out of your chair, bend forward, like maybe touch your toes and just tell me what the pain is out of 10 when you do that? So when I get to about there, that's about, uh, that's about a four. It's sort of been coming and going as I've been sitting in the chair this morning. So when you get to where, can you kind of ask, like, I want you also to look at how far you can move, like. So about there. So I've got normally a lot more, oh, I can get a bit past it if I push through it, but it's yeah, yeah. normally about kind of, that's about where it starts to show up. Also notice just like twisting around. So if I was kind of just just moving that way, or I can just start to feel it pull a little bit. Yeah, you look a little bit ginger. Um, <laughs> moving very carefully. <laughs> with that, mate. Um, when you said like you can bend, like I can, obviously can't see you on the screen, but when yeah. you're bending forward, can like can you normally touch your toes, kind of thing? Oh, yeah, normally I can get to kind of within about that far pretty comfortably, but then I was sort of about, you know, a foot, a foot and a okay. half away from the ground. So it was a lot shorter than my normal range of motion. Awesome. Well, not awesome, but I get you. So <laughs> shorter range of motion. Okay, and so where, so is it, like, if you can kind of pinpoint where it is on your back, where where is it? Like, can you stand up and just touch where it's sore? Like, yeah, sure. So, just that. so it's kind of right there. So lower back, like my pelvic bone's kind of there, that pointy yep. bit at the back, and it's just kind of right around that whole section. Is that your right or your left side? Yeah, that's my right side. Cool, thank you. Yeah, I never know what happens. Everything's backwards. Everything's yeah. backwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was tripping me out a little bit. Okay, so so when you basically, let's just look at this. So when you bend forward, you're yeah. getting like a four out of 10 pain. So that's about, um, yeah. even if I just do that, that's about a six there. That's really shit. Okay, so you're just sitting there, right? Just doing yeah, this. just kind of literally just, just tilting my head and my back forward from there from a sitting position that really grabs. Okay, cool. So what we're going to do is I'm going to help you to make that connection between the mind and the body. And then what I want to do is we're going to come back and compare. Now, with this work, it can be a little bit personal, right? So I might ask you some questions and you might go, oh, shit, I I don't necessarily want to talk about that in front of people live on Instagram. I completely get that. So what I'm going to say to you is I'm going to ask you some questions and go, how do you feel about this or what happened here? If it's something you don't want to talk about, just 
I'm, I'm going to say, just you don't, have to, you don't even have to tell me, but just know what it is, okay? And yeah. and when you know what it is, you don't need to speak it out loud. You don't need to talk to me. If you want, you can keep it there. If you want, you can share. So we're going to do a few tests. So one of one of the questions that a lot of people get is why is that I always get pain on one side of my body as opposed to the other? Why is it always when I, my back flares up? It's always on the right side. So Mim's here saying. I, own, I have this on my left right now. So, that, Mim, if you listen carefully, this is going to be really helpful for you. Now, there's a very particular reason why that is. Now, what I want you to do, Israel, is can you just clap your hands for me? I'm just kind of weird. Now, when you clap, if you were just to continue clapping, yeah, one hand is going to sit more comfortably on top of the other. Which one is that? Yeah, so my, well, my right tends to be sort of overlapped over the top a bit. Okay, cool. So, and if you put the left on top, does it feel kind of weird? Yep. Okay, so what that tells me, and everyone playing along at home, is when you do this, if you just clap like you're at a concert, one hand will naturally sit more comfortably on top, right? So the hand that sits more comfortably on top is called our, our biological handedness, if we're looking at things from a GNM perspective. Don't worry about that. what that means. But for you, Israel, your right hand sits on top. So if we were to split you down the middle, any pain that you experience on the left-hand side of your body, the opposite side to your dominant hand is going to pertain to mother and children. Okay? So mother and child. So this is a nurturing relationship. So it might be your actual mother. Uh, it might be your actual children. But this can often be children can also be pets or, or businesses or like if you've got a business baby, it's something that you either need nurturing from or something that you need to nurture. Does that make sense? That was the left side or the opposite to my dominant side. That's the left right. side, yeah. So um, basically the right-hand side of your body is going to pertain to partner. So partner is um, like your wife, for example. Your father would be your, your one of your first partners, siblings, friends, um, colleagues, basically anyone who's not your mum and your kids, right? So that's the right-hand side mm. of your body, which is where the pain. So for, if you're playing along at home and if, if your, um, if your left hand goes on top, it's just reversed. So if your left hand sits more comfortably on top, the right hand side of your body is going to pertain to mother and children. So again, literally or figuratively, and the, the left hand side of your body is going to pertain to partner. Okay. So what I want to do is just do this movement again, Israel, where you, you're sitting in your chair and you're bending your head forward. And you said, what was that? You said that was like a, out of 10? Oh, it's, it's about, a, about a five and a six at the moment. Yeah. Okay. So we'll call it a 5.5. So looking at this for you, the fact that your pain is on the right-hand side of your back tells me that this emotional conflict is going to be related to uh, someone that's classified in your world as partner. Okay, so that could be at this stage any number of people. Now, what I want you to think, I want you to think back a little bit. When did you very first get this? When did you very first experience this this pain? Like, we're we talking months ago. We're we talking years ago. Oh God! Like just rough years. estimate. Back pain has been a, a constant for years. Like, and you know, treatment of for various things. Yep. Yeah, lower back has been talking. how many years? Um, I've seen Kairos for about 20. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? 42. <laughs> 42. Okay, so 
like 22 you started to get back pain how do you know it would have been around that time how do you know 20 years ago you would have been getting back pain 43 (laughs) (laughs) just did the math hang on that's not quite right um so yeah i'm talking like probably university years okay cool yeah awesome so back when you're at university you you first got back pain so was there a particular incident or something that occurred for you to start getting back pain then like was there an injury or how much yeah 42 years young 43 years young but was there a particular injury or was it um or did it just start showing up i don't recall i just i just remember it starting to show up i don't there wasn't any kind of specific injury i can say like you know i was crash tackled on the rugby field or any of that because i never used gotcha. to play high impact sports so gotcha so if for those of you who are saying playing along at home and, and watching just let me know if you've experienced pain and it just kind of showed up so one of the other hallmark symptoms or other hallmark signs that the pain that you're experiencing has a, a, a stress or an emotional cause is that it just starts showing up out of nowhere like there's no you weren't hit by a bus you weren't uh, knocked over on the footy field like you said it just kind of starts to to show up the other side of that is if your if your pain did start from a particular incident, so Mim here is saying I think mine was from pregnancy, or like I had back pain from a football injury. If there's a stress or emotional link, it's going to take ages and years even for for people to recover. So if the, the with this thing, if you actually had a physical injury, within a few weeks maybe months your body is going to be able to heal that itself like there's a normal healing time but if there's a stress link there it's going to take 20 years so already israel you're kind of in the category of people going yes it does sound like there is a stress link here because it showed up kind of insidiously there wasn't any trauma or anything um you also had um 20 years right that's a long bloody time if if you cut your finger it took 20 years for you for it to heal you'd be going what's going on here there's something that i'm missing so these are some of the which is so obvious when you point it out but for the last 20 years i've just been like oh this is just the normal i just need to see someone every couple of months to get kind of cranked back into shape yeah so one of the things uh alma's said here even surgery i kept telling this to my husband yes if you've had surgery and you've had physical changes in your body it doesn't necessarily mean that you're destined to live a life of pain. Usually there is some kind of underlying stress link there that once you manage that, your body can start to heal because your body is always trying to heal. It's always doing everything it can to heal. Like I said, you don't have to think about healing a cut on your finger. Your body is automatically doing it. But when things take longer, there's usually something in the way. And that something in the way is usually in between your ears. So (laughs) I mean that with all due respect. So, totally. Totally get it. It's not just you I'm talking to as well. Like it's, Mm. it's, um, Mim as well. She's just said here, interesting that mine showed up again when my second baby just turned six. Interesting. So knowing these connections. So Israel, so with the lower back, let's get into it now. So the lower back is what we call a support conflict. So feeling like you're not getting enough support or feeling like you can't give enough support. So, um, an easy example is uh, I had a client once who lost his job, unexpectedly fired, and he was he felt like he wasn't getting the support that he was expecting from his from his boss. The opposite side too could be um, that same person might feel like he couldn't support his children because he no longer had an income, for example. So when you were 
these these events, Israel, they start from unexpected and stressful moments that we couldn't foresee coming. And what happens is when we go through these unexpected and stressful events, our, our unconscious mind, our subconscious mind takes a snapshot of everything we see, hear, smell, taste and touch. And anytime we were reminded of one of those things, our back pain will flare up. Does that make sense? Mm. So I use the example of imagine you go flying and you go through a really rough flight. That's an unexpected and stressful event. And that might cause symptoms in your body. And then a year later down the track, when you're on Skyscanner looking to book your next flight, your symptoms might return. Does that make sense? You, you follow me? Yeah. Cool. So when you were around 22, 23, where was it that you experienced a lack of, an unexpected lack of support in relation to a partner? And like I said, you don't need to tell me if you go, oh, holy shit, it's this thing. I don't really want to say what it is. Where will, you, you can just do that as well. There's actually two that I can think of. One of them is the um, the typical early 20s unrequited love of somebody at uni. And mm -hmm. the other part is the conflict I was having with my dad about wanting to drop out of uni because I was friggin' miserable. Okay. So, yeah, so it's probably a bit of equal parts there. It's actually funny because as we were, as you were talking through that last bit, I kind of identified as well. I've, I've had a scoliosis diagnosed when I was about 14 or 15 and mm -hmm. that was right around the time I was having some serious issues with my stepdad too. So again, like a father figure kind of conflict there too. So <laughs> thank you, Mim. I just saw that. Very cute. Yeah. So, um, wow. Okay. So which out of those two Israel, which was more unexpected? Which one sort of caught you off guard more? Was it the unrequited love or was it, or was it more about not getting the support that you're expecting? No, it's probably the, probably the dad one actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just thinking about that, sitting in your chair, just tilt your head forward again and see if you notice any changes. <laughs> that is a lot lighter. Okay. Already. Cool. That's crazy. What, what, yep. what would you give that? So it was like a five and a half, five to a six. Before. Yeah. What it's is like a two and a half. It's okay. Just... Awesome still there when i go a little further but i've got to go a lot further to get any kind of target Perfect. on that we're on the we're on the right track we might be able to get that down to almost nothing possibly your body's still got a little bit of healing to do but we're on the right track while we're on this can you just stand up and actually uh like do the toe touching one again and just see what you know yeah. yeah so that you can't see my hands, but I'm about four inches off the floor. So I'm about kind of that far away from my toes before I start to feel anything there. Is that closer than before? Heaps closer. I was awesome. feeling it kind of like, you know, 30 centimeters higher up. It was starting to, to pull but And the more yeah. I do this, the less it becomes. Awesome. Okay. So, so like voodoo. <laughs> it's not, it's, it, this is really cool because once, once you make the connection between a physical symptom you're experiencing and some kind of thing in your external world, all of a sudden your unconscious mind starts to let go of it. And when your unconscious mind starts to let go of it, you're like your full body your shivers body. at this point. Yeah. What else are you noticing around your back? Can you feel any kind of warmth or tingling or any kind of any something else there? To be honest, it's more just like a releasing, actually. It's yep. more like just okay. things just loosening. And like I said, like goosebumps happening all over the joint. Now, like I'm feeling the, for want of a better term, the energy shift. Of Perfect. That. Wow. 
you guys might not be able to see this um, on, but you can see your face. I don't know if your face, you actually look a bit more flushed as well. Like you look a bit more bright. <laughs> not surprised, yeah. This is good. This is, these are all physiological signs that your body is starting to let go of some old stuff, right? So you started to breathe. You took a few really deep breaths in there as well. You're starting to get goosebumps and you're starting to feel a physical relaxation in your body. This is what happens when your mind starts to let go of something that's been causing physical symptoms in your body. Yeah, Alma, yes, there was a shift. She could see it. So let's look at this. And again, Israel, you don't have to answer because this could be personal and you don't seem to share it with the world. But with, so did you say it was with your father or with your stepfather? It was both, but for different reasons at different ages. So the mm -hmm. 22 or the 20, 22 year old bit would have been my dad. And that was a mm -hmm. really, really tumultuous period of university and, you know, going through that whole, do I drop out? This is the wrong career choice, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, like you said, expecting that my dad would have my back the same mm -hmm. way he has forever. And then for him to then kind of, you're doing a stupid thing. You need to just go on and finish it. You need to push through, blah, 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 which was his training and programming and how he'd been yeah. raised. Put your head Not down, just get on with it and stop whinging, you know? So, yes, I think that was probably the most abrupt shock. I mean, there was other equal reasons for my stepdad, but I just don't feel that same connection there. Yeah, sure. And, and when we're talking about these things, when you're on the right track, one of them will just feel right. It's like, yeah, it was this thing. And you're kind of explaining that. So, so, what was unexpected about that? Did you, you were kind of going to dad, hey dad, I think I might drop out of uni. I think this isn't right for me. Is that kind of what it was? And yeah, yeah, that very was much so. With, that was met with kind of opposition. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, as and, it turned out, I, I finished the degree and two and a half years later, I realized stupid choice, wrong industry for me, wrong career path. And my dad and I had major blow ups about it. The fact that I was walking away from a hundred thousand dollar a year job to do something because I was unhappy, you poor thing, you know, mm -hmm. have a cup of cement kind of stuff, you know? So yeah. So that whole narrative kind of continued from that phase. Gotcha. And so, I think and, because and... through high school leading up to uni, he was like my biggest champion. He was just supporting yeah. me and helping me achieve what I wanted to with my you know, university entry result. And, basketball career and all that sort of stuff and then to have this kind of about face yeah i've never kind of looked at it in that context before but that's absolutely what it was it was a total flip and what you said then is it's like he was always my biggest support he was always my biggest support he was always there helping me and supporting me and then basically when you come to him and you go hey dad this isn't right for me i don't want to do it it he flips that and goes well hey harden up you need to take a teaspoon of cement and get on with it that's kind of that that's I guess in that moment, what was it that you were searching for? What did you expect that you were going to get from your father in that moment? Yeah, I was searching for support. Yeah. I was searching for validation that how I was feeling was okay and that yeah. he was able to see that and then give me that, that support to kind of make the right choice for my life as opposed to the mm -hmm. right choice for his. Gotcha. Whew. And so in yes. that moment... In that moment, right, that's that's pretty unexpected. So these these conflicts, these conflicts stem from from moments that we couldn't see coming. That's one of the key the key things. So with this Israel, your back pain's flared up now at forty three, right? It's it's flared up now at forty three. So what's going on in your world at the moment that reminds you of that um, lack of support or not being 
like maybe changing careers or what's what else well, yeah, is going I mean, life right now? I am changing careers. So the whole normality of what I've been doing for the last five, six years of working in the same company as my wife, building the same thing together. Mm -hmm. I'm now down to two days a week in that starting my own business. And so, yeah, it's like jumping out onto thin air and building the path as I go, you know what I mean? Or building the wings as I fall down. Gotcha. So it's, yeah, it's very, very much a um, different vibe around the whole, you know, support structure. So what, what about the situation in your life currently reminds you of that experience you had with your father when you're like, Hey, I'm going to not do this thing. What about it feels similar? So the emotional pickup then tells me that I'm on the right path with what I'm about to say, which is that trusting me. Hmm. So when you, when you had that experience with your dad, you would, you were basically trusting yourself and going, Hey, you've listened to this inner guidance and gone, Hey, I don't actually want to be doing this degree or whatever it is. And he's turned around and going, no, get your ass in a gear and finish it. And that was the unexpected lack of support. And I guess in that moment, as a young man, you were relying on that guidance and that mentorship almost from your father and you didn't get it. And so now it's almost like the same things occurring. It's like, it's almost like you're wanting to make this transition out of the business that you've had with your wife. But the, and it says, notice how it's a similar kind of thing. You're making that transition out of something that isn't necessarily right for you into something new. Yeah. And that's going to unconsciously subconsciously remind you of the time that you had that, that lack of support. You might not have the lack of support right now. Like, you, what, no, I mean, the support's incredible, you know, like my wife is a hundred percent all for me, but I think the difference is that this is, well, my dad's no longer on the planet. So that's sort of one difference. But the other difference is that this is about trusting my, yeah, trusting my guidance, leaning mm. into my own sense of what's right for me and what's right for my path. And yeah, that's the bit that's confronting. Yeah, right. And the reason it's confronting is because when you, <laughs> what's confronting for anyone, Israel, like it's going through that transition is, is, can be challenging for absolutely anyone, right? But based on the experiences that you've had in the past, it's going to create this unconscious fear. It's going to create this unconscious, your, your body is unconsciously on the lookout for the rug being pulled out from underneath you. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it does. Totally. It's almost, I, I almost get the sense from you. It, it like you're a young man going through this thing and you got in, you got into trouble from your father for, for, for not following the right path. There's almost like a sense of if you, um, making this transition, it's almost like there's a, a fear or a worry that you're going to get in trouble or, or you're going to, someone's not going to be there to sort of support in that sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's also, um, it's, I think also the uncertainty around the uncertainty. It's, it's yeah. not a known quantity, right? Like back at uni, I had the whole career path mapped out, finished the four year degree, step into a kick-ass IT job, earning lots of money, go down this path that I've been preparing for for years, you know, right mm -hmm. through, high school, all the subject choices, all the studying, everything was leading towards this whole thing. And then to sort of go, uh, this 
is just isn't jiving. This is not the right path. Well, what is the right path? I have no idea. It's this great big empty void, you know, and there's that certain similarity with right now. Like I'm, I know that stepping away from the business my wife and I've been building is absolutely the right choice. And at the same time, I have no idea what the path ahead looks like because I've never built a business in this field before. I've never done work of this nature in the same way before. So it's all that great big, same empty void of, of uncertainty. What a beautiful thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's a reframe. It's just fantastic because it's that pure potential to create. From yeah. But my subconscious mind doesn't know that yet, obviously. Yeah. And the reason that your subconscious mind doesn't know yet is because it's basing the current present moment and it's going, it's operating from the lens of the past. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what's been going on is you've been looking at the, your current situation in life through the eyes of that 22 year old, the 20 year old changing careers. Yeah. Why are you there? Just, just sitting in your chair again. Let's just check your, check your lower back. It is started to absolutely pour down here. Hopefully it's not too loud on the Instagrams. There's a faint buzz in the background, but I wouldn't worry. So that's, like, again, there's a little tiny catch at the bottom of that range of motion there, but nothing like what it was. Okay, cool. And just have a stand up and just move around and see how that feels. <clears throat> That's awesome. Awesome. Oh, how do you feel? For those of you watching at home, the emotional stuff is another way I've learned I process things. Um, Far out. Yeah, I feel great. Like where, where's where's been, the pain now? Oh, it's, it's, you know, one and a half, two, and only in a very specific end of that range of motion. Like, it's nothing like the started here and kind of continued through there. It sort of is nothing until kind of I get down to the bottom of it. Absolutely perfect, mate. That's what we... What <laughs> we said what you backflip, Mim, as if... <laughs> Homebody organizing. What, oh my God, what did I just miss? You just missed someone experiencing, uh, making the connection between uh, an old, unexpected, stressful event in the past and how it was manifesting in their body. So with this, mate, you're, you're down to like a one out of, you're down to like a one out of 10, right? That's, the, that's mm. awesome. The thing with this is it can drop to zero sometimes, but sometimes a one out of 10 is perfect, right? It's, yeah, Israel started with a level five at 0.5, Five, you said five to six pain, so we, we changed that to yeah. a five and a half. So down to a one in a matter of however long we've been chatting is, is perfect. Yeah. Now, what this is going to say is your body still has some healing to do, right? It's, it's this When I talk about stress and emotions impacting the body, people think that it means that, oh, the pain is all in my head. It's not all in your head. The stress and the emotional challenges that you're experiencing actually create physiological changes in your body, right? So how we talk about this is the stress of, imagine doing a thousand burpees, Israel. Well, like you surf, right? I know you surf. I can't imagine that, but yes, I surf. Imagine, imagine like a surf, like a four hour surfing session. It's just pumping down their mm. present head. Yeah. You're getting barreled all day and like you surf for four hours. That's a big stress on your shoulders. And while you're surfing, the muscle fibers are actually gonna break down. And then once you sit on the couch the next day, they're going to be sore because they're healing. So this, this stuff isn't all in your head, as a lot of people are told. Right. It starts in your head, but it creates real changes in your body. And you know what's cool? The 
the changes in your lower back, if if you did if you did if you did a big surf and you had pain the next day, would you be thinking, hey, my body's screwed, my back's screwed, or my shoulders are screwed rather, or would you be thinking, ah, oh, I'm getting stronger, and next time I go surfing, I'm gonna be able to paddle for longer? Mm, yeah, the same. Sure. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So with this stuff, you experience what we call a self-devaluation. It's like I'm not good enough. I didn't get enough support from my dad. So the physiological changes in your body. You've been reading my journal. <laughs> it, but the physiological changes in your body, right? Your body has been, your lower back muscles have actually been breaking down and getting stronger so that you didn't experience a lack of support in the future. It's helping, it's helping, it's helping make you physically stronger because in nature, if you're physically stronger, you're less likely to get let down. So this is pretty cool. So I'm going to leave you couple of days like in the next day or so you'll be able to you'll be again tomorrow morning you'll be completely no worries you'll be down to zero yeah but here's the thing for you israel what are you going to do when, if this thing flares up in a few months time uh well first thing i'm going to revisit my notes and find this video again and watch it because I'll sort of take myself through the same process again. But secondly, I'll probably just book in for a one-to-one with you. No, no, no. You don't need what, to. what else is there? You don't need to because you could, that's, that's kind of a lazy answer, but because you can start doing this yourself. So you now understand that this unexpected stressful event that you experienced of um, not getting the support from your, your father when you're expecting him to be on your team and, and, and say, hey, mate, yeah, I understand this, this career and degree isn't right for you. Uh, let's see what is right for you. You didn't get that support when you were um, a young man. And so anytime your back pain flares up in the future, subconsciously, you would have been reminded of that somehow. So in this instance, it's because you're changing careers again and it, it, you're sort of going to that void of uncertainty and fear and, and learning to trust yourself again. So the question yeah. I want you to ask yourself, Israel, is if this flares up again in the future, ask where, what reminds me of the time that I left you or left uni and I didn't get the support mm -hmm. from dad. Right, right. Does that make sense? Yeah, so it's kind of draw that comparison again and help my mind associate what's going on now with what happened then and what I'm guessing based on what we just did, that that's the kind of the cue for the mind to go, Oh, let that release. That's not happening anymore. Perfect. When you make the connection Israel, so this is the beauty of this work for everyone playing along at home is when you're able to make the connection between a stressful event that you've experienced in the past and how that stress has been stored physiologically in your body in the form of pain, when you're able to make that connection, you're able to go, oh, you let it go. Like you saw physiologically your body released, you let it go. And one of the things that you said, Israel, is, holy shit, I haven't thought about that thing in years. <laughs> Notice how you said that? Yeah, 100%. So, and the reason you, you, you hadn't thought about it is because your body was actually remembering for you. Yeah. Your body was actually helping you to remember what that was. So this is the power of what, how you can start to heal yourself is recognize that if your back pain flares up, something has reminded you of that unexpected lack of support. Make sense? Yeah, 100%.
So I, for years and years and years, had so many, so much pain. I had, I had debilitating back pain too, like where I fractured my spine in a couple of places and I had back pain for like 10 years. Um, and learning the connections, if like sometimes it'll occasionally flare up, but I know exactly what's caused it. And I, I can shift things in my brain and go, oh, it's because of this. And then I can let it go mentally. I can let it go emotionally. And when that occurs at the level of the mind, the body also relaxes, which is what you just experienced. Mm. So this is how we all become self-healers, right? Is learning how to understand the signals and cues that our body is giving. Because most people will experience pain. They go, oh, I'm broken. There's something wrong with me. Oh, I need to go and get fixed. Bullshit. Your, your body is just responding to all the stressful events in the mind. And when you can make those connections, you can start to heal. The, the universe is green because there's just a, a thunderstorm rolling over here. It's doing the boom mic drop for you. It is. Awesome, mate. That's really cool. So, um, Jeez, I'm so grateful, Jake. That was wild. You're welcome. You're very welcome. How do, how do you feel? Do you have any questions for me? No, no questions, Your Honor. That was just, that was amazing. I, um, I mean, I've, I've heard and seen stories of your work previously, so it wasn't, it's not surprising to me, but it sort of is surprising to me at how easy it was, you know, like yep. just how much it was that connect this to this. Once those connections are made, it just evaporates I was like, for real. And the physical evidence for me is, is just mind boggling. So thank you. You're very welcome. And this is the thing, right? It's when you make those connections, it's things just let go. Things just dissolve. And mm. this is why and most people actually believe that it's not possible for things to change that quickly. And this is why I want to jump on here and do some coaching with, with people like yourself, because I'm quietly confident that when I get someone on a call, it's like I can, I can figure out the links or help you figure out the links pretty quickly. So, um, mate, that's, that's fantastic. I'm glad you're feeling better. Me too. Thank you, sir. So there you go. There is the pain-free process live in action. And as you can see, uh, or not see, but as you could hear, Israel was able to get out of a lot of pain. He was able to notice an immediate shift in his symptoms. Um, and I actually followed up with him a couple of days later, just sending him a message and said, hey, mate, how are you going? And sure enough, he was still feeling great. He was still, uh, his pain levels had completely subsided since we spoke. So this is the power of this work. And I share this episode with you uh, not to show, hey, how fantastic this is or anything like that. No, not at all. I just want to give you hope because you know what? There are so many people out there who are struggling with pain, who think that there's nothing else that they can do because they've tried everything. And this is why I'm sharing this with you. This is why I do what I do because you know you don't need to suffer. You, there's no reason for you to needlessly experience pain when there is a way in which that you can get out of it. So understanding this, uh, understanding GM, GNM and understanding this work in the pain-free process implementing this can help you to heal in a matter of moments and if you don't believe me go and check out our website and look at some of the testimonial videos that we've got there because there's countless people who have had the same experience that Israel has had now this is what I want for you if you would love to join me live on Instagram if you would love to get a free coaching session with me all you need to do is uh, head over to mindbodymasters forward slash ig dash live dash consent 
and fill out the form there. And what I'm doing is I'm going to make this a regular theme on Instagram where I help people who are struggling with pain to go through this process and to start healing. So if you'd love to get a free coaching session from me, if you'd love to get out of pain, and if you'd love to experience the power of this work, head on over to that link. I'll put a a link in the show notes below and you could be the very next person to go through uh, this live IG coaching session. So guys, I hope you found this episode useful. Uh, Give us some feedback. Let us know what you thought of this episode. I know it's a little bit different, Um, likely going to do a few more of them because the reviews so far have been fantastic. So that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for being here. And remember, just because nothing has worked for you this far does not mean it's not possible for you to heal. You just need to find the right path. All right, guys, have a fantastic day and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Mind Body Masters podcast. Now everyone has the ability to heal themselves with the right tools, information, and guidance. So if you have someone in your life that needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them so they too can start healing from the inside out. Now, if you've liked this episode and you think more people need to hear this message, please give us a great rating on iTunes because it helps more people to actually hear this message and realize the power that they have. Now, if you'd like more information and you'd like to access bonus video content and even have the ability to ask me questions directly, then head on over to my free Facebook group, the Mind Body Masters Heal Yourself from the Inside Out group. Or you can head on over to Instagram and slide into my DMs there. My handle is Jake underscore Curry. All right, guys, thank you so much again for listening and I'll catch you again on the next episode.